This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to worship. I'm Bethany Gibson from Territorial Headquarters and I'm going to be sharing the Bible thought today. I'm going to be thinking about equity and equality in the body of Christ, reflecting on the passage in 1 Corinthians 12. At the start of our time together, we're going to centre ourselves on our vision statement. The motivation for all we do as the Salvation Army in the UK and Ireland Territory. And here it is, that we want to see fullness of life for all with Jesus. In the literature that accompanies this vision statement, it says, we believe everyone can enjoy fullness of life with Jesus. Does this mean life with Jesus is all smiles and roses and happiness? No, because a full life includes the personal growth that comes with times of challenge and trial and heartache and sorrow. But we believe that doing life with Jesus is better than trying to do it without him. And we believe this so strongly that we want everyone to know what fullness of life with Jesus feels like. What sort of week have you had? Have you experienced the fullness of life Jesus wants to give you this week? As you look back, what brought you joy? Thank God for it. Perhaps you've experienced life's challenges or trials this week. How could God use them for your personal growth? Let's share in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Bible reading is taken from 1 Corinthians 12, starting at verse 12. Unity and diversity in the body. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I do not need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable we treat with special honour. 
and the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. And yet I will show you the most excellent way. I'm going to start with a confession. I'm not a Barbie girl. So when it came to the 21st of July, the day that two of the year's biggest films were set to be released, I was more in Team Oppenheimer than Barbie. However, I ended up seeing Barbie first. Let's just say that the bubblegum pink marketing campaign got me. And I'm glad it did, because the film went deep into an issue that occupies so much of my thoughts and prayers. The issue of equality. If you haven't seen the film, here's a very quick overview of how equality is explored in Barbie. The movie starts in Barbie land, a place in which, as the narrator says, all problems of feminism and equal rights have been solved. We see women in every skin tone and body type succeeding in every aspect of life. Barbie is a doctor, a politician, a construction worker. Barbie can be and do anything. When Barbie ventures into the real world, she encounters a very different reality, where women struggle to be who they want to be and do what they want to do. Barbie observes, basically, everything that men do in the real world, women do in Barbie land. She comes to realise that Barbie land is a fantasy. I won't give away what happens in the middle, but at the end of the film, Ken asks for a spot on the Supreme Court, the government in Barbieland, but is offered a lower court position instead, with the narrator commenting that Ken's will have as much power and influence in Barbieland as women have in the real world. It seems like the heart of the film is laid bare in this moment. The idea that equal rights have been solved in Barbie land was always an illusion the filmmakers wanted to expose. Barbie land is simply a satirical construct, an inversion of the real world, serving to point out that in spite of the progress we have seen for women's rights, we still live in a society predominantly run by men. There is more work to do if we want to live in an equal and just world. The Bible reading we heard earlier has a lot to say about what an equal and just world looks like. 
1 Corinthians 12 verses 12 to 31 is labelled unity and diversity in the body in my Bible. But I'm finding it could also be labelled equity and equality in the body. For more and more, I am finding it to be a political and disruptive passage that keeps challenging me. And its themes resonate with the key issue of equality explored in Barbie. Paul explains in verses 24 to 26 that God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. It's these verses I can't get away from at the moment. They keep hitting me over the head. First of all, we find that God wants us to be part of a community where we have equal concern for one another. Every part has the right to thrive and flourish and play its part eyes, hands, head and feet. When we think about our territorial vision statement, we're reminded that we want to see fullness of life for all with Jesus. Not some people, all people. The body of Christ is a community of equality with everyone achieving the same outcome. The second thing that strikes me is how this equality is achieved. It's achieved by how God puts the body together. By God giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it. The reality of life is that many people find barriers in the way to experiencing fullness of life with Jesus. They haven't been honoured. They are seen as weaker. They are thought of as less. Not only does God see this, but he does something about it. He doesn't want a body where some parts thrive while other parts are left behind and suffer on the margins. And so he centres marginalised voices and gives them greater honour. As the verses say, some parts need no special treatment, but others do. God treats the different parts of the body differently because each part has different needs. The body of Christ is a place of inclusion Our God is a God of equity, with people being treated as individuals and given what they need to find fullness of life with Jesus. This Bible reading is encouraging me to open my eyes to any barriers that stop people from experiencing the fullness of life Jesus wants them to know. Barriers that make them feel that they are not welcome or included. Things that stop or limit participation. It's calling me to reject the idea of one size fits all and treating everyone the same. I shouldn't want or expect everyone to look or behave like an I. And instead I should treat people as individuals so that everyone is able to thrive, flourish and find fullness of life with Jesus as their authentic selves. In the Salvation Army we have always been explicit about our desire to help some of the most marginalised groups in society. Indeed, our value of compassion states that we have a bias to the poor and marginalised. We see this approach to ministry modelled in the life of Jesus. He dedicated his life to the people the religious elite closed the door on. 
He taught that it was right to leave the 99 to look for the one that is missing. And we are called to follow his example as members of his body. The sad thing is that sometimes the challenges and barriers that exist for people finding fullness of life exist within the church as well as outside it. So as we seek to build a more equal and equitable society, we need to be looking within our movement at the same time as we look around and outside it. We're going to listen to a modern setting of the words found in Song 138 in our songbook, words written by General John Gowans and inspired by Ephesians 3. The lyrics reflect on the love of God that surpasses our understanding. A love of equality that wants everyone to experience fullness of life and equity that wants to give each individual what they need to find that fullness of life. Barbie land is a construct of the imagination and it was self-aware of the fact that it couldn't achieve fullness of life for all. Thankfully, As followers of Jesus, we know that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. So we're going to pray about being open to that power working within us just now. As you listen to the music, I want you to wonder with me. Wonder how God can help you build a more equitable and equal church and society where all people are able to experience the fullness of life with Jesus. Consider if there are people on the margins that God has placed on your heart. How could you follow God's example and center these voices? How could you have the same depth of love and compassion as God that means you don't treat everyone the same, but you get to know them as individuals with their own hopes and dreams and fears and worries and challenges? Are there barriers to opportunities that need to be removed? Places that need to be made more accessible? Or personal prejudices that need to be challenged? But I wonder if there are those listening who feel like they're on the margins. If that's you, let God honour you and embrace you with his love. Or maybe there are those hearing about God's love for the first time Accept your place in the body, in his family. Say yes to getting to know God more and the fullness of life he wants to offer you through Jesus. As I reflect, I acknowledge that I need to be better at knowing there are people that need different support, different resources, perhaps more attention than me. As the Bible passages say, some parts of the body need no special treatment And instead of being jealous or defensive, I could be more supportive and generous. So my question is, what is God saying to you? Take these moments to listen and respond. Nothing more.
Lord, help us build a more equal and equitable church and society. Help each person listening to know the fullness of life Jesus wants to offer. A life in which we all know your love. Amen. I'm going to use Ephesians 3 verses 16 to 21 as our benediction for this time of worship. The words that inspired the song we've just heard. So I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Jesus may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God bless and have a great week.